Hello. Welcome back to Face the Fearless. It is 12.28 in the afternoon, Sunday, January 8th. I just finished my round of deep cleaning and the pouring down rain outside beckoned to me to sit under the slanted cover of the roof and unpack my streams of consciousness. It's been a while since I've sat down to record. My life took a very different turn than I had ever expected. And that's taken a lot out of me. My creative potential had to be put on a shelf a little high up away from me so I can focus on my responsibilities and duties, which are now coming to an end. (laughs) It's like a constant reinvention of myself every three to six months. And this next chapter that I'm embarking on, I should mention too that it's, it's time for me to close doors and portals from the past. And so... I have a feeling this is going to be the prelude to one of the final episodes of Face the Fearless so I can embark on some new creative projects because I really do believe that when we have things that tether us down to the past, it's balls and, um, what is that, that ankle ball and chain that prisoners wore? It's like that. Um, And I felt that from my last couple years. I am clearing out the clutter making space for new and bigger dreams. So, that's one portion of news. What else is new? I've built so many bridges and burned a lot down. And I have completed a teenage dream of mine and am now transitioning into the adult version of me's dreams. I'm 25 now. I can call myself an adult. My frontal cortex is fully developed. Thank you very much. (laughs) So I have new ideas and new, new projects, new plans. And it just feels very symbolic to me, right? Earthy in nature, triple Virgo here. So very important for me to cement those tombs. And, um, those tombs that we, we close up, they, they're reflected with a mirror on the outside. I've been thinking a lot about mirrors and reflections, right? It's the new year. Happy New Year, 2023. <laughs> a number seven year. <laughs> so um, it, it just only feels fitting to reflect. And now the mirror and the shape I'm taking is actually who I think I've been born as and refused for a very long time due to feelings of unworthiness and refusal, soul refusal. Um, Also a bunch of other things in there, right? People pleasing, manipulation tactics, all the nefarious shadow side of Virgo, um, archetypally. Very fitting. (laughs) Actually found out I'm fourth gen Virgo. (laughs) Crazy. Uh, Starting with my great grandmother. So like this is a culmination of many, many lifetimes and many patterns. And I'm honored and blessed to be standing in the long line of women who have stepped into their own power and purpose, which all began with serving others. And um, I've had to deal with a lot of feelings that I was being self-serving over the last couple months. 
And then I realized it's self-preservation and self-protection. I think it's really easy for us to get caught up in the winds of like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm being too selfish. I'm being too arrogant. Um, whenever people pleasers start to take care of themselves, we're like, um, this feels wrong. When's my punishment? <laughs> I had that feeling all day yesterday. When am I going to be punished? It's coming. It's like around the corner, but it's like, no, it's, I, you know, was raised by a Catholic woman and I joke, there's a Catholic confessional in my mind. Um, and I feel like I always have to pay penance and repent. And there was an interesting perspective that was put onto my plate through Amber Kahn's, uh, she's the quietest revolution. She does tarot and astrology. Um, her Virgo reading for January, she mentioned a phrase that has stuck with me, which is you are a tide that wants to lift all boats. And I'm realizing now how much that sits with me, how much truth there is in that, that my nature and my soul signature, it, it's the tide, like it, it moves through any obstacles, it finds a way around it. I had an epiphany earlier this year that to be a man is to be an island in the middle of the ocean. And so that tapped into a lot of my masculine streams of consciousness. And then my life completely changed a few short weeks after that. And it was really interesting. It was like I manifested um, a masculine presence in my life through myself. Like I had to be the man for me. And I've been doing that. And now I'm going to go back into my womb state, feminine nature very shortly and I look forward to that change it'll be right around the time Mars finally leaves Gemini <laughs> oh my gosh it's been like since what late August early September and it's crazy this oh this mercurial trickster driving a go-kart with like a turbo engine just doing donuts in the parking lot of everybody's consciousness it's crazy um, it's been wonderful. It's been tragic. It's been dramatic. It's been a lot of things. And there's movement coming that's really beautiful. And I'm excited to see where that lands me. I have a lot of really interesting transits this year. And I'm going to finally be in a space where creatively I can tap into these, these sources. And I'm excited for the opportunity to create again. And this project, when I started it, was about being brave it was about authenticity and I had to learn that through some really detrimental mistakes that repeatedly shifted myself on a cellular level as well as my physical reality surrounding me and I've worked through a lot and there's still of course so much left to unfold and so far yet to go and the person I was when I started this creative endeavor face the fearless she she begs for rest I, I have to move forward I have tried to unpack the last three years of my life for too long I need to I need to focus on new things you know I think of the Leonardo DiCaprio quote from the newer updated version of the great Gatsby can't repeat the past well, of course you can. Like, it, that's all we do as creatures of habit and cycles, right? Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. I joke that's my Bible. Like, that literally explains everything to me. Still have yet to complete the series. That's on the to-do list as well. It's just there's so many things. <laughs> so much time, you know, and time moves different now. And 
I move different through time. And this, this project served as a great marker for where I was at. And I just, I want a, I, a clean slate is needed, period. It's, it's time. So I feel like I can't really (laughs) close this without an explanation. And that will, well, first off, that's just like my typical program nature is like, explain yourself, explain yourself. But I want to, I feel like it's part of this art form. Like we need, we need all the brushes laid out with all the color palettes open and use them all one last time. So that's, that's on my to-do list for the finalities. And just for now, I'm staying present on that road in between fight or flight, which is faith. My walk of faith has completely changed. And without it, I wouldn't have gotten through these past three years. And it took a long time for me to work through the pain of faith. I had a harsh history in my teenage years through the loss of my masculine figures, two of them, and within a year and a half of one another, both my dads. And I needed to walk away from my faith in order to find it again. I think we all have that, you know, come to Jesus, born again moment, right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with religion. I actually find so much beauty in it now. And I think those who have some sort of pillar of faith, whether it's religion or your own open-minded spirituality, um, these are the, these are the builders and to be a part of that team is an honor. And I hold on to it with great reverence. And I had to, I had to learn the hard way how that works. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. I had to learn the hard way how that works. And, um, (laughs) it's like, that's such a vague statement, but it's like, I can't, It's not time yet to go into it that deep yet. It's, I feel more comfortable now with my story than I ever had. And I want to do it the the justice it deserves. And make a timeline and condense it all and pick out the fluff and then just be like, this is the heart of the truth of the matter. Because as one of my dear friends has told me once, you could... (laughs) You could easily say something in four words, yet you choose to say 4,000. And it's like, yeah, I do need those 4,000 words. And I know that's not everybody's listening style. And I know that also is a projection of my own insecurities of feeling unheard and unworthy. And it's a good time for me to learn to summarize. Yeah. I'm watching as the light falls, all of these little raindrops splatter onto the pavement kind of incredible looks like falling stars (laughs) this world is a magical place so this has been a short update and yeah this is kind of where I want to leave it for now the full moon in cancer was you know two days ago now and yeah my 11th house is cancer so there's been a lot of shift in what community means to me. I've had old friends reach out. I've had, you know, connections with both sides of my family. It's just incredible to see astrologically how things pan out and line up. It was interesting because in my physical world, I was very alone, but in my digital world, everybody was reaching out. And it was really beautiful to see that, you know, we really truly are never alone. Even the people that you don't hear from for (laughs) upwards of six years are still cheering you on. And that's beautiful to me. And I am honored for 
being seen and recognized and finding home within my heart that I have a home within myself always, right? Cancer with the crab, with the shell on its back that is its traveling home. Yeah, it's the literal epitome of being a soul in a human body. You've always got home within you, as long as you got your soul. So thank you so much for listening. This has uh, been Face the Fearless, and I'll catch you next time.